This is the Empower Your Life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. Hi, this is Victoria, the Client Care Specialist with Empower Physical Therapy. This episode was a past talk that Stephanie did on why back pain is a billion-dollar business and how to get resolution without going through pain pills, injections, or surgeries. Plus, she will talk about the work setup on how to protect your back with your workstation. Okay, guys, I am so excited to uh, do this presentation because we get so many people that are told there's nothing that they can do or their back pain or their hip pain, um, or that they need to have surgery. And it, it's just, uh, it's really sad. I mean, we had a recent patient that was in here. Um, originally he was in here for some knee pain. Um, and he was talking about how he couldn't even sleep in his bed. Like he had to sleep in the recliner. And I was like, really, why are you sleeping in your recliner? And he's like, it's because my pain, um, and my back is so bad, but, um, you know, I've been to the doctors and they said that, you know, my back was just fused, like it's fusing on its own. I was like, well, we'll, we'll figure that piece out too. So we got, we got him going with his knee and we started working on his back. And, um, sure enough, you know, three weeks later, four weeks later, he's sleeping in his bed and, um, you know, on his like um, last visit, he said he never could, he never thought he could feel this, this good. Um, he barely has any stiffness in the morning. Um, and that's just kind of what happens sometimes when we go into the medical system because we we rely on the imaging to show us, oh, this is what your problem is. But a lot of times there's a lot of things that we can do. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. And some of what we're going to be talking about, too, is um, from a um, working situation as well, like how we can do our uh, desk and workstation, because a lot of times that's I mean, it's the sitting that 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 literally kills us. Let me see. So, you know, when we look at from an employee perspective, the total cost of, of to employers for back pain amounts to about 34,000 per 100 employees annually, which is crazy because it's so preventable. And if we look at, um, you know, healthier employees tend to be happier. You can do things that you enjoy outside of work, not just like live to work, which is a lot of times what people do when they're in pain. They like are going to work and then they can't function at all after they get back home from work because they're in so much pain. So it really does improve the quality of life. Um, the healthcare cost has risen over 50% in the last 10 years. Um, that's just a back pain. And that's, you know, both to you as well as the employer, which is crazy. Um, so, you know, one of the big things we, we like to do is really just help like reduce what people spend on healthcare. And there's a lot of unnecessary things that are, that are being done. You know, doctors only spend like five minutes with you, push you off to another doctor, which then pushes you off to another doctor. And then it's like, oh my God, I've gone to five doctors and now they think I'm crazy. Um, but that's, that's kind of what happens in our healthcare system. You know, healthcare costs is 60% higher when you have back pain. Um, one surgery leads to two to three more surgeries. We've seen this all the time. I'll share a story at the end um, on someone that literally was on the surgical table and said, I'm not going to do this. Um, and we do 200% more back surgeries in this country compared to any other countries. And it's because we have so many back surgeons and that's what they do. <laughs> they like to do surgery. That's not what they know that that's what they know to do. 
Um, maybe they've sent out to people that just didn't do a very good job, which is really common. And so they don't think there's, there's anything that you can do. And it's just not true. So what we're going to talk about today is why pain pills, medications, injections, and surgeries do not work. Why MRIs imaging um, leads down to more unnecessary procedures and how to change our work, our workspace to help with back pain and some easy exercise to incorporate that we need to incorporate into our everyday life. And then what healthcare providers miss in helping you get back to living your life and staying active and mobile. So that's what we're gonna be talking about. So some of the causes of back pain, um, you know, people always think um, that, oh, it's because, you know, it's people that are really active that have back pain, you know, people that like work on houses, which is not really true. It's actually people that are very sedentary um, or they have sedentary jobs. Uh, and that's what most of us do. We have sitting jobs. And so it's the repeated postures that we do day in and day out that create some of the problem. So one of the things that I like to talk about is, you know, it's kind of like if you pull your finger back and you hold your finger in that position, our finger doesn't like being in that position. It's, it's not in its normal like resting place. It's normal resting in the joint is when the finger's straight up. But when we pull the finger back and we hang out there for eight hours during the day, our body has to recover from that. And it doesn't fully recover. Like as we get older, we just don't heal as quickly. We don't recover as quickly because it's just a part of what happens. So when we pull the finger back, and we come out of it, we pull it back. Eventually we'll start having problems with, within that joint. And that's kind of what happens with sitting. We sit in a very slumped posture and are, and we're there for a long period of time and our joints don't like being there. And so then all of a sudden we start having back pain. And then that, that's kind of what happens with, um, you know, you go down to the doctor, they're like, Oh, here's some medications. Um, if that doesn't work, here's some injections. And that's kind of what happens. So some of the myths of back pain is that strengthening um, does not fix back pain. It's the one thing, like if you have everything, you feel really good, core strengthening is a great piece. But when you, um, let me find, someone is, if y'all could mute yourself, that would be great. Um, Cause I can't find it <laughs> on the screen. But so if you have core strengthening, um, it doesn't necessarily fix um, back pain, but it's a great piece after we fix back pain. It definitely will help. So, um, but it does not fix it. So a lot of times you'll hear people say like, oh, you just need to strengthen your core. Nope. If you have back pain, not going to work. Got to get down to the source of the problem. Other things are, um, I'll say, well, you need to lose weight. So if you lose weight, um, losing weight has nothing to do with back pain. When you look at all the research out there, um, in reality, most of the time, if you do have um, someone that has um, back pain and they are bigger, a lot of times it's, it's very rare. I don't, I don't see people coming through my office that are really big with back pain. Sometimes it happens, but it's very rare because um, a lot of times they'll have enough cushion essentially, literally to keep the spine in a better position. And when you don't have as much weight, um, you, you'll be able to slouch more, which is what we, is why we have some problems. Now, weight um, definitely affects the knees, but not the back. Poor hamstring flexibility is not the problem. A lot of times you're like, you just need to stretch your hamstrings and your hips, and that's what's gonna fix your back pain. Not always the case. Um, bending your knees to your chest. So a lot of times you'll see people and they'll say like, bring your knees to the chest and stretch. That's what we wanna do. We're stretching out the back. But in reality, it, it makes it worse. And I'll explain why. And why massage, massage is not a solution. The soft tissue that we have 
the soft tissue is um, a symptom. So it's why if you go and get a massage, whether it's like in your neck or your back and you're like, God, that feels good. It comes right back again. It's because the, the tissue is a symptom. You've got to get to the source of the problem. And when you do that, the, that the tissue won't tense up. So let me talk, look, talk a little bit about like the process of like what the disc is and, and, and uh, kind of what happens. And so we have our bones. If you look here, here's our bones, here's our disc. We have nerves that come off to the side. There's our di another disc. So a lot of times this, this disc right here, these rings, this purple ring right through here, it, it's what we call the annulus. And that, if you think of it, think of it like a thick ligament. It's kind of like if you had an ankle sprain and you twist your ankle and you put pressure on that ligament, it hurts. Well, what happens is, is the gel in here, we do repeated motions again and again and again. Let's say we're always bending forward. We're always sitting. If you think about you putting pressure on the front parts of this, it ends up moving the gel to the back. So we move the gel to the back. And eventually, if we do it there long enough, it hits these rings and it damages these rings. And all of a sudden, we start having pain. And that pain can go across the back. Usually, it's to one side. Um, it can be more on one side with a little bit on the other side. It can go down into the hip. Um, so some of some of the hip pain that people have actually can come from the back. Um, if it is bulging enough and it hits the nerve, then you'll have pain down the leg. And so that's when um, that you know even if you have pain down the leg, it's totally fixable. A lot of times. The, these rings, they're all intact. I know this shows that it's not, but if it's all intact and it's bulging and it's just hitting um, the disc, we can we can move that material and move everything away from that disc and then um, give you, you know, where everything feels feels great again. It's kind of like if you have a scratch on your arm, we keep on stabbing that scratch. It's going to hurt. When we take the pressure off it, it starts healing. And then eventually, if you keep the pressure off of it long enough, it will completely heal. Well, whenever we do postures that are repeated, whether it's bending or, or, or some other postures, and we're repeatedly moving this gel to the back, that's like stabbing the wound. And if we're stabbing the wound, that's why pain, the back pain comes and it goes, or you do enough that makes it feel good, and then it comes back again. And then you, you have this, um, this process that happens, and every time it comes back, it gets worse and worse and worse. And that's, um, you know, once we can get down to like, okay, this is what it is. This is what we need to do to fix it. Then we can really teach you how to, if, if anything kind of comes back again, you'll know exactly what to do and then you can fix it. And so that's kind of what the disc model is. That's kind of what, what it does. And what we do is we can basically use like the hydrostatic pressure of that disc and use motion to move the material around to get it off of areas that are damaged. And we know you can have damage anywhere along this disc. It can be on the side. It can be at the top. It can be in the back. Anywhere on this disc, it can be damaged. But we know how to address that. We know where it is based on having a conversation with you guys and then moving you and testing you to see what makes it better and what makes it worse based on baselines. So how do we fix lower back pain and hip pain? So the biggest piece, the first piece that we have to do is we have to improve the mobility of those joints. The joints kind of don't move very well and we have to get them moving. And you can have pain that goes into the back, into the hip that can get coming from the lower part of the thoracic spine, which is like where the ribs are. That can affect the hip. 
That also can, can affect the back. We've seen it time and time again. Um, you can have issues in the back where the back's not moving, which can affect the back. That also can affect the hip. That also can affect the knees. Like everything's connected. So even when people come in with like knee pain, we still ask questions and can figure out like where the source is coming from. So we know exactly what to do. And so if we don't improve the mobility of these areas, then it doesn't matter what you do from a strength perspective, because a lot of times you'll go to places and it's like, okay, I want to do some strength strengthening. We've got to strengthen the core. We've got to work on flexibility. We've got to work on movements um, that you're doing, but you can't even get to that piece if every part of the body doesn't move very well. If the thoracic spine doesn't move very well, if the back doesn't move very well, if the hips don't move very well, they are all connected. So you have to fix the mobility piece first. Then once we get the mobility piece done, then we can move on to the strengthening, the muscle imbalances, um, the flexibility, the movement habits, um, and um, as well as muscle tightness in the hips, the IT band, the hamstrings and the quads. Um, we can start working on getting all those to be more flexible. And then the last piece is that the posture habits. So that's getting into like, why? Why did this happen in the first place? And we can start asking questions to find patterns that you do throughout the day that we know like, oh, these are the things that are making you worse. And these are the things that we need to modify. Um, or if it's getting back to like, let's say cycling because you've been wanting to cycle um, and that's something you want to get back to doing. We come up with a game plan of, okay, you're going to do these stretches before you cycle. And then we're going to work on your posture within the cycle so that we can make sure that you're in a better posture. Um, because if you're in a really rounded spine as you're cycling, you're going to have issues. You're going to continue to have issues. Just like if you are slouched when you sit. And then we'll give you a game plan after you cycle so that you can, you know, maintain the mobility and, and feeling good. So we really come up with a whole game plan based on like what you want to get back to doing, some of the things that you're having problems with throughout the day and giving you awareness around what those problems are. It could be like, I want a garden. And so we've got to come up with a game plan for that because there's a lot of bending with that. Um, once we know which direction, then, then we'll know what's going to make you worse and what's going to make you better. And we'll be able to give you a game plan around that. So, you know, why don't medications, injections, um, why, do, why do they not work? Um, and a lot of times, and it's, it's, you know, when I describe this to my patients is we feel pain three different ways. We have mechanical pain, we have thermal pain, and we have chemical pain. And so, and then I'll go into some of the other categories. So thermal pain is like burn sunburns. Let's take those off, off the books. Like that's, you know, we don't really have to address that. So we need to look at what, what is chemical pain? So when you have chemical pain, chemical pain is like, you have that injury, you get swelling in there, you have that throbby achiness, it doesn't go away. It's always, it's always kind of there. Like when you first have an injury, like you twisted your ankle and you have the swelling, it's, there's some throbbing pain, that's chemical pain. All the chemicals are coming in um, and it's a constant pain that's always there. And it's like that throbbing pain, just like if you had um, like an infection somewhere and you have that throbby pain, like chemicals treat chemicals. So a chemical can help with, with um, chemical pain. Mechanical pain is what are we doing throughout the day? It's our movement habits. It's um, how our body moves. It's like how everything is put together, moving together. Um, which is what we do. We address the mechanical pain. Chemicals do not address mechanical pain. 
Mechanical pain can be constant pain, just like chemical pain, but it can be intermittent. Um, typically what I ask, you know, how, how you know if someone's going to, um, you know, need to have injections or, or medications if they're going to work. These are some of the questions that I always ask. So I'll tell my patients, you know, can you change your position and make your symptoms better or worse? If you can do that, that's mechanical pain. Drugs aren't going to help you. Um, the other question is, is a pain come and go? Um, because if you change your pain, you can make your pain come and you can make your pain go away. You don't have chemical pain that just comes and goes like that's that chron that inflammation that comes in there. That's throbbing. The inflammation just doesn't go away and then come back again. It's always going to be there. So, um, if you can make your pain come and go, or it gets better and worse, those are all mechanical pain. Chemicals aren't going to help you. And that's where where we go wrong. And those are some questions you can ask yourself. So if you go to the doctor and you're like, no, I just don't think that, you know, drugs are going to really, I, that's not the direction I want to go. I would like to get to someone that actually can help me address the problem. So you can almost direct your care by knowing some of those questions. Now there's other categories that we look at as well. And other categories can be autoimmune. We've had some crazy random symptoms. Autoimmune is when your immune system is like revved up. And so you'll have like basically um, offshoots of random things, whether it's pain, numbness, there can be some other stuff. A lot of, lot of autoimmune conditions are, there, there's a ton of them out there, but you can tell when something's more autoimmune by um, once when you kind of move them and you can't figure out, like there's no patterns, like with mechanical pain, there's patterns with everything. With autoimmune, there's no patterns. Um, you can't change their symptoms whatsoever. Um, they have really random stuff. And so then I start going into talking about, um, you know, are you having some issues in your stomach? Are you getting bloated? Are you noticing that there's, um, you know, are you having issues with like um, having bowel movements, those kind of things, then you start knowing that, okay, there's a gut health issue. And then we know where to, where to send people to, to get help, actual true help for that. Other things that can create some of the pain are chronic stress and emotional, like emotional stress. So whenever you have something that that's been there for a while, or maybe not even been there for a while, a lot of times I'll know when people get better, they get better with their symptoms, all their baselines are improving, but all of a sudden they come in, they're like, I don't understand, I'm hurting so bad, and you're moving them, you're like, they look like everything's moving really well, like they're actually making progress, why are they having pain, then I start asking more questions about well, what are you doing throughout the day? Like, is there anything that's new? Like, is there any stress in your life? And then all of a sudden you'll, you'll, things will open up. And we've even had patients that this was happening to them. And I, and I said, Oh, I'll be curious to see what happens when you go on vacation. I bet your pain will, will get much better. And sure enough, they'll call me back. They're like, my pain was almost gone. I go, I know because you're doing so much better. Um, it was all the stress that you had from work and all the extra load that you're taking on. And that's where some of it was coming from, but we know how to address those categories by asking the right questions. So why does, um, surgery lead to more surgeries? And this is the big reason why it's because when someone comes in and they have surgery, most of the time with back pain, hip pain, you're not really sure what you did. There wasn't like a fall. Um, it was like, I'm not really sure. I just started having pain. It's been coming and going for years. Um, and that's kind of what happens. So then they go to the doctor and the medications don't work. Then they go and they try injections. Those don't work because it comes back again. Maybe they worked initially, but then the pain came back again. And then they have surgery 
and then the pain comes back again. And the reason why is because no one gave you education as to what you are doing throughout the day that's creating some of these problems. So it's kind of like, I always laugh. Um, it's kind of like if you had heart disease and heart surgery, um, you know, your arteries get clogged up, the doctors go in there, declog the arteries, and then they say, you're fine, you go back to normal, and you go back to the exact same habits that got you to having the clogged arteries to begin with, all the food habits that you had to, to clog those arteries. And they don't change any of that. The arteries get clogged again. And guess what? You have to do another bypass surgery. So it's the same thing with, with back surgeries is no one gives you the education as to what you are doing that's creating the problems. And then you go back to going to those same positions and postures and things that you did that created the problems to begin with but no one ever gave you any education around that. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, it's come back again. And then all of a sudden the doctor's like, yeah, well, we're gonna have to do, I, I knew eventually we're gonna have to do a, a, a bigger surgery. This is what they'll tell you all the time. Um, I literally had a patient that um, was on the surgical table. So he went to the doctor and the doctor asked if he had physical therapy in the past. He says, yeah, well, I'll go, okay. So it, it didn't work, it came back again is essentially what he said. And he goes, okay, so let's just go ahead and have surgery. You're, you're a good candidate. So he's on the table. Uh, well, he's at actually in the um, waiting room and the waiting room, um, he's asking, you know, all the patients that are there, like, well, you know, what, you know, what do you have, you know, back surgery. And he said, every single patient in the waiting room was on their second or third back surgery. And he was like, Ooh, I don't know about this. And then he got onto the table and the nurses asked him, so what is your pain level right now? And he goes, I don't have any pain level. And the nurses like looked and they, their face was like kind of shocked. And he said, I, I told the doctor, I don't get pain in the morning. I get pain as the day goes on. And they were, he, they were just like, oh, okay. And so because of the, the nurse's faces, the surgeon comes in and he said, um, I think I'm not going to have surgery. Literally walked off the table, somehow got into our office. We started seeing him. And I, I literally think it was like six visits, maybe seven visits. He was back to doing everything, feeling amazing, no problems whatsoever. Um, so you just have to, you know, be careful because uh, you just don't get the education that you need to get. And, and understanding like why it's happening. And that's one of the big things that we're doing is we'll tell you why, what you're doing throughout the day that's creating some of these problems so that you'll know exactly what to do. So why are MRIs um, lead to more procedures? Um, it's so imaging again, um, imaging doesn't always give you the whole picture. Um, I kind of like to tell people like how I describe it is you have a telephone and let's take a picture of the telephone, but the telephone's not working. So you took a picture of it, but you don't know, like, is it the service that's the problem? Nope, we don't know. Is it plugged into the wall? Nope, there's a picture. It's not, you know, it might not be plugged into the wall. Is there something wrong with the cords? Like you have to go and assess all these things to see like, where's the problem? The picture can't tell you any of that. And that's kind of what happens with imaging. It's like, we're lying down, which we hurt when usually when we're up, up, you know, sitting up on our feet um, and you're still, and when you look at the research with MRIs, you know, if you take a hundred people with no pain whatsoever, 60 to 80% of them are going to show stuff um, in the back, um, whether it's arthritis, degenerative changes, facet issues. Um, if you have a herniated disc, these are people that are no pain whatsoever, fully functional and 60 to 80% of them are going to show something. So if you're having pain and then you get imaging and the, you have those numbers, you're going to find something, but is that where your problem is? Maybe, maybe not. Um, a lot of times, often not. 
um, going, giving you the example of the same person that we were treating this um, earlier, that earlier the story that I talked about where he couldn't lie on the bed and the doctor said in the imaging that his spine was fusing and that's why he's just gonna have to deal with it. But even though his spine was fusing, if that's the case, what was happening, we were able to increase his mobility by a lot. So even if his spine was fusing, we still could improve the range of motion, which, which improved his function, which got him back to sleeping in his own bed, which got him where he wasn't stiff in the morning. He could wake up and within like 15 seconds, he was like feeling, you know, amazing. And so you can't always put everything on the MRI, not to mention MRIs are very expensive. You could do way more better, better with the money by going to someone that actually could help you because $1,500 spent on an imaging isn't going to give you a lot of information. I pretty much could probably tell you like where things are going wrong based on, you know, having a conversation, which is kind of what we've lost in our, in our medical system is actually having a conversation. So this is where posture plays a big role. So you can see the spine when you actually sit in the poor posture. Um, and when we sit in a, in a good posture, um, it really makes a big difference. Uh, so, but most of the time that's what we're doing. And if you, um, you know, there's, if you're a female and you have shorter legs and guess what happens, what I find with people is they want to sit cross-legged, um, or they sit with one leg underneath their hip. And that will also make them really kind of flex in their back. And that's one of the things that, I mean, as soon as I see someone, I'm like, I bet this is how you sit. Yes. Okay. We're going to have to adjust that because that's, what's, that's, what's creating some of your back issues that you're having. Um, but there's things that we have, we call like lumbar rolls, um, that we can place in the back of our spine to really help improve our posture. Let me see if the next slide works. Let me see if it'll work. Nope. It's not going to work. Well, I was going to show you, give you an example of a lumbar roll that we can actually put in the back of our spine so that it actually holds ourselves up. But um, the video is not working. I don't know why it's not. It was working earlier today. <laughs> so when when you do that, you don't have to hold or maintain that posture uh, because if you try to hold it, you're not going to. You're going to start going back and slouching, and it's and um, it's just what happens. No one can hold it, and which is why you need like tools um, that can help you. Another thing is working with a standing work desk. So this desk here, it's just a, it's a table. It's a high low table that you can find on Amazon. So easy. Um, if you're wanting just to have some space, um, but if you stand, you're going to be in a much better posture for your back. So a lot of times what I recommend people doing is to sit and stand and kind of alternate between the two. This is great because it can go low and then you can use it as a side desk and then you can raise it up and put your computer on it and use, um, use it for like a standing desk as well. There's a lot of other options out there as far as standing desks that, that will lower and raise that are um, uh, more expensive, uh, but they definitely will make a big difference. This is one of my favorite exercises, if there's anything, now this works for a lot of people, but it may not work for everyone. Because like I said, doing an evaluation to figure out, is it lower back? Is there a thoracic component? Is there a hip component? Is there a combination of two or three things that are going on? There could be. But remember how I went to that disc model and I described how we sit and it moves that material to the back. And if we if everything's intact in the disc, which nine times out of 10 it is, I've only seen maybe two people my whole entire career, and I've been doing this for 20 years, um, that really had their disc that ruptured. You can tell, they present very differently. Um, they're in a lot of pain. Um, it's, very, it's very different pain than 
what you get when the disc is, is intact. So when the disc is intact, even if it's herniated, remember I said you can use motion to move everything back. So when you're arching your back through here, you're actually bending backwards and that's putting pressure on the back part to help move everything forward. So it's one of the things that we can do to improve um, our pain in our back. Now, like I said, sometimes this can be too much for some people. We might have to back them down. Sometimes we have to go in a different direction, but a big chunk of the population, this is, this is one exercise that can really help. And remember how I said on the disc, you can have issues all along the disc, on the back of the disc, on the side of the disc, on the front of the disc. If you're having issues through there, this exercise won't help. Um, if you're noticing that you're doing this exercise and it's making your leg pain worse, then you are, um, then you're gonna have to modify that. Let's go to the next. So what other healthcare providers miss? Um, this is a big one. So a lot of times they miss lifestyle changes and posture habits. So lifestyle changes, that's what I kind of talked about. Like, what is it that, that you're doing throughout the day that could be creating some of the problems that you're having? So for instance, sitting can be one. Um, it could be if you're the way you're cleaning the house, or it could be the way you're, you're cycling, or it could be, it could be so many different things that you're doing, but we start asking questions to kind of figure out what some of those things are. And then we're able to modify, make sure that those, that, that, that your posture is either is good or come up with a game plan to um, improve that, you know, improve, like, like I said, for the cycling, doing something before you cycle and doing something after stretching after you cycle to, to help maintain a good, healthy spine. Um, a lot of times people only look at the side of the pain. They never really get into the source of the problem. So like I said, you could have pain in the hip and that pain in the hip could be coming from the back. We've had pain in the hip that came from the thoracic spine. And it takes an evaluation to kind of figure out where that is. Um, and, and you, so sometimes just doing blanketed exercises, it's not going to help. You, you need further help from someone that can really specialize and figure out what it is, but wherever the side of the pain is, it's rarely where the problem is coming from and where the problem is coming from. You're like, I didn't even have pain there. How did you know it was like, that hurts. Like I, I've never had pain up there. And I'm like, I know, but this is where it's coming from. Cause we can take baselines, move you, retest the baselines and see kind of what's going on. We're only looking at the injury one way. Um, this is really common. So like you go to get a massage, they're only looking at your tissues or you go to another physical therapist and they're only looking at strengthening. Um, you go to a chiropractor, they're only looking at the joints. You really have to look at all of it, the totality of everything um, and kind of put it together. And that's one of the things that, that we do here is, is that we look at all of it. And like I said, the first piece is improving the mobility. Sometimes improving the mobility is the joints. And sometimes you have to improve the soft tissue to get to the joints so that, the, the, that you don't get some of that muscle tension. Um, and then sometimes you can do strengthening to kind of improve the mobility. So we can move in a certain direction in a strength direction to get things to kind of open up, but you have to improve the mobility first before you get into some of the other pieces. Surgery does not always give you the answers as to why back pain is there in the first place. Don't fix that and your, and your pain will return. So if you don't know why it happened, your pain will return, which is why it leads you to more surgeries. So a success story. Um, this was someone that was a tennis player and she suffered from back pain 
And she had been, she'd gone to several different places, chiropractors, um, other physical therapy. And she was just frustrated because she, all she wanted to do is get back and play tennis because tennis was not only her way of, you know, keeping her fitness up, but it also was a big part of um, just her social aspect of everything. And literally she came in and we targeted it. And I mean, I, people always laugh because they're like, really, that's all I have to do. Are these like few things and it makes a big difference. I'm like, I know. Yeah. I mean, there's times where some of our equipment is, is a towel. Like it's a towel, literally like, like everyone has a towel at home. Like this will say this will like, like make the biggest difference in your life. The way we use a towel to improve mobility in, in your back. And people are like, this is crazy. Um, but it's true. And so she came in and, um, you know, within like, I don't know, a month and a half to two months, she was back to playing tennis, no problems. And she'd been dealing with this for like a year. So it's just, you know, when you understand the body, you understand where things are coming from, you're going to be able to help someone. So what do you take from this? Most injuries do not require surgery or medications. We do 200% more back surgeries in this country. Um, I've had this, this particular office open for four years. And I think we've sent, um, like eight people to surgery in four years. And I have three, three therapists that work here essentially. Um, so that's a lot of patients, um, to only having eight people, you know, being sent to having surgery. I can, I can't even count on my hands, how many people had surgery scheduled that we were able to help them avoid it. Um, there's been a lot, I mean, literally like rotator cuff surgeries to back surgeries to hip surgeries. Um, and they were able to like, say like, Nope, I'm feeling better. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do this knee surgery. Same thing. MRIs and x-rays don't help guide you in the treatment and resolving back pain. Um, we're pretty honest. Like the only times I'm looking for, um, MRIs or x-rays are things when there's been like a pretty serious, like a fall or something and nothing's been happening and you're starting to get some red flag signs. Um, then we, we will say like, we need to go and further investigate this, but it's like 1% of the time. Um, but we, we understand the body. We understand like when there's something serious going on, we actually usually can pick it up, um, better than some of the doctors, just because we spend so much more time with you guys. Um, it's not a five minutes conversation. It's our, um, and that's every time we spend time with you, it's an hour every time we spend time with you. So usually we can figure those things out. Um, really seeing a specialist to help you figure out where the source is coming from. If you get frustrated and you aren't really sure and nothing's really working, I'm telling you, if you can get to someone that can really figure the, these things out, it is a game changer. Um, it, when you think it's not possible, it's possible. Um, I've had people uh, literally like almost in tears because they lost all hope that they weren't going to be able to get their life back. And they were. Um, and again, now there's hope. There's hope that you can get back to living your life again and doing what you love to do. Um, that I just, it frustrates me when people say, well, that's just what you have to live with. And um, that's what happens when you get older. Um, I literally, you know, it, it's true. It's what the doctors say. I almost hit one, <laughs> almost, almost, um, because they literally said, well, that's just what happens when you get older. And I'm like, no, you didn't even listen to me at all. Um, and you know, our body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. And that's our goal is to help you give your body the right environment to heal. So we have a couple of options for you today. Um, and you should be getting, if you've signed up through here, you should be getting an email with some of the details of what we're talking about. So we have a free back pain report for you. So if you want to just like 
learn a little bit more, um, dive into a little bit more of what we're talking about, then this is a great thing for you. We also have what we call a free discovery visit where you can actually talk with one of our specialists so that we can really help you make a better decision about your health. We are busy, so we do have limited spots for those, um, but we will find a way to fit you in if, if that's something that you wanna do. There will be a link in the email. If you, for whatever reason, don't get this email or you can't find it, then just shoot us an email um, back or um, text us. You can call 214-538-2559. You can text us and we can get you that link so that you can sign up for that. But it's a great opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with one of our specialists here so that um, we can, you know, help navigate it. We can decide, you know, like, yes, this is something that we've seen before. We can totally help you. We can sit down and kind of draw things out and explain it a little bit better based on kind of a few questions that we can kind of ask you. And then you can decide if, if we're a good fit for you. And we may not be, and that's okay. There's no pressure, um, you know, to move forward with us. We'll give you the next steps of the next option after that. Um, but there's no pressure on moving forward. If you come in for a full evaluation the next 15 days, or at least get it scheduled in the next 15 days, we will take $100 off your evaluation price, um, So, which will be the best way to get where we can like really help you um, get started today of you know getting you your life back and understanding what it is that you're doing that might be creating some of your problems as well as like helping you reduce your pain. So here's another success story. Um, this was a patient who literally the doctors put him on pain management for 10 years, 10 years. I kid you not. He had, um, he had been to a few physical therapy, but they didn't really work, but the doctors literally sent him. Um, I mean, he, he had to go, he was on so much pain medications and drugs that he actually had to go almost into like a rehab, um, facility to take him off the drugs because he was so addicted to them. And he just wasn't sure how he was going to get his life back, but he came in and I was like, we're going to be able to help you. It's going to take a little bit of time because you've been dealing with this for a while because your tissues aren't going to be used to like moving and, um, and getting you back to exercising. So we got his, him, everything, everything was moving, got him moving and started slowly progressing him. He had been hurting for so long that it just took a while to get him back to going to the gym because every, if he overdid it, his tissues would be like, nope, can't do this. And he'd kind of start like hurting again. But now he is literally, he's pain-free. Um, he's a plies instructor now. Um, I see him every so often. He comes by as to say, to say hello, but literally like life-changing. He got his life back. He didn't have a life before this. He didn't think there was a way for him to get his life back. And he's young. I mean, he was in his, you know, what, 40s, um, you know, not living his life at all. Been dealing with this since he was like 35. So anyway, um, these are just a lot of the stories that we get. Um, if there's uh, many more that you can go on to Google and, and check out because uh, it's, it's, it's pretty transformational. So again, how we can help you um, just continue to provide education. That's what we love to do because we really want to empower you. Um, we want to empower you to make a, a better decision about your health if you go to a healthcare provider and they're telling you that this is the way it is, or you see this, this is, this is, you know, you're just going to have to deal with this for the rest of your life. And this is, or you need to have surgery, please, please, please come and talk to us. Um, I cannot tell you how many people we've been able to, um, you know, avoid, avoid some of those things. Um, and again, we have the free discovery visit. We have a couple of spots that we can open up um, this week for you, or even early next week. 
Um, so if you want to talk to us um, and just sit down and dive into a little bit more about what's going on with you, that's another great option. And then again, you'll get $100 off um, your evaluation if you get it scheduled the next 15 days. And you'll have an email that's going to come to your inbox. It should be coming there around like six o'clock tonight. So it has all this information in it as well. So, um, and again, if you don't get that, then just text us or email us um, info at empower-pt.com. It'll come to me and we'll make sure that we get you that information. Another fun event, if you're not really sure, we're gonna do our first annual block party. It's gonna happen next month. Um, we've partnered with um, several other businesses. There's gonna be a CBD company in there, which is pretty awesome. They are gonna give out free samples and do free CBD consultations. Um, but you can also come um, it's going to be on a Saturday right here, right next to our office um, in these apartments, 9219 Garland Road. Um, and it's on July the 17th on a Saturday between 9 and 12. Um, we're also going to have some live music there, food trucks, um, pet adoptions, balloon animals, face painting. But if you're wanting to come, I'm going to have our table out there and um, we can do some consultations and sit down and talk to you then as well. So if you're not really sure, you don't really want to come in here, that's another option that... Um, that you can do. So that's what we have for you today. I'm going to stop the recording and we will, um, we can open it up for any, any kinds of questions. Hey y'all, I'm Catherine, the client relations manager. I hope you enjoyed the information in this podcast. If you are looking for more information to figure out how to fix your back pain, click on the link below for our back pain ebook. And if you would like to talk to one of our specialists, you can also click on the link below for a free discovery visit if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Thank you.